In episode 22 called Don't Just Look, Observe, we considered how to be better at noticing details in the world around us. Tonight, we'll take that idea a bit further with a discussion about how to improve your intuitive skills. Welcome to the PEEP Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Morak, and on this episode, I'm going to share my tips for honing your intuition. But first, I have a few announcements. On Saturday, June 3rd, I'll be in Canton, Ohio for the Small Town Monsters Monster Fest, not as a speaker or a sponsor, but just as an attendee. And I'm so excited about it. The guest roster is a list of some of my favorite content creators from the documentary film crew at Small Town Monsters to Forrest and Scott of Astonishing Legends, Micah Hanks, Jim Harold, and Shannon Legros of the Into the Fray podcast. Seriously, y'all, these podcasters are on my list of the people who inspired me to create the Peep podcast back in 2020. I bought my VIB ticket when I saw the lineup on the day the conference was announced last year. If you happen to be there and you see me, say hi. I'll probably be the only person wearing a Peep Podcast t-shirt, and if I'm a little awkward, that's because I'm an introvert and an empath doing my best to pretend to be comfortable in big crowds. By the way, I'm planning to wear my Somewhere in the Skies t-shirt to the Small Town Monsters film premiere that Friday night because not only do I love that podcast, but host Ryan Sprague included my UFO experience in his new book, Stories from Somewhere in the Skies. It's chapter five, titled The Meteorologist and the Foo Fighters. I gave him permission to use it because he wanted to put the best stories of his many Listener Stories episodes in the book. I wasn't sure mine would make it, so I was thrilled when the book was released and I found mine in it. Ironically, I never thought to call what I witnessed Foo Fighters because I wasn't flying in a world war. I was driving when I had my sighting, but given what I saw, yeah, the name fits. I actually let Ryan know recently that I appreciated his giving me something to call them that made sense. If you haven't heard my story, listen to episode 42 of this podcast or, and, pick up a copy of Ryan's book. This is not a sponsorship or ad by any means. Ryan does an amazing job covering the UFO topic from breaking news to the most human side of it, and I will always support someone who is earnestly covering the subject for the purpose of documenting all aspects of it. He's on that list of podcasters I love that I mentioned a moment ago. On a different note, if you're an avid reader of paperbacks or hardback books, be prepared for authors who publish on Amazon to raise their prices. And please don't be upset by it. Amazon is raising print prices, which means if we don't raise our list prices, we won't make a profit at all on our books. As someone who puts years of work into each book although I'm trying to get faster. Making a couple dollars on each sale seems only fair. 
So please understand that inflation is hitting everyone and please continue to support your favorite authors, even if I'm not one of them, as we all just adjust our prices to stay afloat. And finally, I'd love to hear what topics you'd like to see me cover in this podcast or in my newsletter. Please let me know by using the form at peeppodcast.com. That form helps your message stand out to me in my cluttered inbox. So it's really important to do it that way. I'm also not a fan of Messenger on Facebook because it doesn't always show me messages in a timely manner and it's frustratingly full of spammers. That website form is the best way to go. Now back to our topic, how to hone your intuition. For me, improving my intuitive skills has been a lifelong process. From getting past being told that paranormal events were just my overactive imagination to learning to trust what I feel, see, and hear, it hasn't always been easy to know what was my intuitive mind speaking to me and what was just internal noise. And sometimes it's still hard, but I'm much better than I used to be. In fact, the last couple of years, my skills have taken a giant leap forward. So I wanted to share a few tips to help you or someone you know who may be interested. Going back to the don't just look, observe episode, my first tip is to become a better observer of both the world around you and your own thoughts, feelings, and physical sensations. This is especially important if you have empathic tendencies. The more self-aware you are at all times, the better you can decipher what thoughts, feelings, and physical sensations are your own, or are coming from somewhere else. When you experience something that seems to come from outside yourself, that's probably your intuition. And if it sounds more like a voice than just a knowing, it could be spirit communicating with you. That spirit with a capital S, some people call it God, some people call it the Holy Spirit, some people call it a higher form of consciousness, angels, spirit guides. It really depends on the person. But in this case, I will call it spirit with a capital S. I'll give you a couple of examples from my own experiences. Several years ago, I was driving home from work around 5.30 in the evening and everything about my commute seemed normal, except for the words that kept repeating in my head, slow down. I checked my speed on the highway and made sure I was going the speed limit. Slow down. I checked my speed at the exit slow down. I checked my speed on the five-lane road that led to my neighborhood. Instead of quieting, the words grew louder, but not louder in volume, just somehow louder in intensity and repeated faster. Slow down, slow down, slow down. I listened, and I took the turn into my narrow cul-de-sac at a snail's pace, and then I stopped mid-turn. In front of me, coming down the wrong side of the street to exit the cul-de-sac was a car that should not have been there. If I had taken that turn at my usual rate of speed, I would have had a head-on collision. The best way to describe the voice saying slow down was that it wasn't mine. It didn't sound much different from my normal self-talk inner voice, but it was much more persistent and felt like it was coming from outside myself. Thankfully, I had already learned that when my inner voice sounds like it has exterior knowledge, I should listen to it. 
Here's a typical example of physical empathy for me. Once I was standing next to a friend that I hadn't seen or talked to in a few months. We were at a bar watching our mutual friends play live music. My friend was sitting and I was standing to his right. My right knee started to ache. Now, my normal aches and pains come from my left knee and my right hip due to arthritis in that hip triggering an occasional limp that throws off my left knee. This pain was in the wrong knee and neither hip had been bothering me at that time. So I did what I call checking myself. I did a quick grounding exercise that I covered in my last episode and focused on the sensation of my feet on the floor. Then I asked internally, is that pain mine? No, my own knee felt fine. Because my friend already knew that I was a little unusual, I wasn't afraid to ask him, does your right knee hurt? He laughed a little and said, yeah, I'm actually scheduled for knee replacement surgery in two weeks. And with that confirmation, the sensation of my own knee hurting ended. If you've heard me mention during interviews that I keep my psychic walls up most of the time, this is an example of why. As I'm getting older, I have enough of my own aches and pains that I'm not interested in feeling everyone else's all the time. And really, I never have been. That can get overwhelming fast. But in cases when I'm investigating a supposedly haunted location or when I'm working with energy healing clients, being able to tune in like that is really helpful. One last example I'll share happened this past February during an investigation of the battleship North Carolina. My former paranormal investigation group, Inspire, decided to have one last hurrah and investigate one of our favorite places. We paid the extra fee to have an hour down in the area of the ship near where the torpedo hit during World War II. During our EVP investigation in that area, one of our members asked, what was your job? And another asked, what is your name? After a few moments, the word Chandler popped into my head, but it didn't make sense to me. A Chandler is a candle maker and you don't want an open flame on a ship full of gunpowder. As a name, Chandler was not one of the names of the people who died from the torpedo hit. So I tried to push it out of my mind, but it just kept repeating in my head, Chandler, Chandler. So I finally said out loud, y'all, I keep getting the word Chandler, so I'm just going to say it out loud and move on. And that's what we did. After another EVP session in the machine shop that was physically painful for me in ways I don't want to go into here, we went up to the wardroom, our home base for the evening, to take a break. All of us were gathered in one area of the large room, including the sitter for the night. And I pulled up the dictionary.com app on my phone and typed in Chandler. To my surprise, there's a second definition for that word. A dealer or trader in supplies, provisions, etc. of a specialized type. Example, a ship Chandler. You can imagine my excitement when I held up the phone for them to see and yelled, Y'all, Chandler! which was immediately followed by a voice from the opposite side of the big room, yelling what sounded something like, that's it. At least, it was definitely two syllables and had an enthusiastic tone. We all heard it. 
and our whole group was sitting in our tight space. So I ran over to that side of the room to make sure we didn't have a stowaway, but there was nobody there. So not only did I get a job title that actually fit the question, although I had no idea that that was the case at the moment, but we also seemingly received confirmation from a disembodied voice that it was right. And of course, our recorders were not running because we were taking a break. Ugh. The next step to improving your intuition is keeping a journal. In episode 16, Robert Wagner talked about paying attention to dreams as signs from your subconscious. More recently, in episode 62, Dr. Larry Burke mentioned how important keeping a dream diary is for understanding symptoms. We've heard other interviewees mention journaling too. While I agree that writing down your dreams will help develop your ability to understand them, I haven't been great at practicing that unless I have a dream that's a doozy. I dream vividly every night and I usually remember them on waking unless someone, like my cat, interrupts those initial thoughts as I wake. If they feel important, I may remember them for years, even decades. But when I say keep a journal, feel free to write your dreams in it too, but I want you to write down every experience that feels like it could be a moment of intuition or ESP. Whether it's a story like the three I just shared, or it's something that hasn't come to pass yet. For example, if your friend is pregnant and you have an intense feeling about the baby's gender or date of birth, write it down. After the baby is born, if you look back at your journal and see you were right, that validation is immensely important to learning to trust yourself next time you get information the same way. The more you can trust yourself, the better your intuition becomes, or at least that's how it will feel. I have weeks when mine is firing on all cylinders, and it can be a little freaky, but now that I trust mine 90% of the time, I am more likely to act on what I'm getting when action is needed. That action might be something as small as picking the right meme that jumps out at me when replying to a cohort's Twitter thread. Receiving that, my favorite Pokemon, reply from him when I know absolutely nothing about Pokemon felt pretty good and validating. I thought to myself, of course it is. And don't ask about the other 10% of the time. That's why I say it's a journey for me. I still have moments when I doubt myself and then I kick myself later when I learn I would have been right. Tip number three, meditate more. I'll admit I cheat a little on this one and mix it with yoga and Reiki. Or maybe I should say I enhance it that way. It's all about perspective, right? Yoga puts you in touch with your breath, which is a form of meditation. And Reiki requires a clear mind and focused intent to practice. I was sending distance Reiki to my best friend, and I had a vision with her in it that was very real, as if I were clearly remembering something that hasn't happened yet. Now, I've been told that practicing Reiki could help open my third eye chakra, which is in charge of clairvoyance, but until that moment, I hadn't experienced it. Man, that was wild. I wrote it down when it happened several months ago, and this past week, I received confirmation from her that the prediction from that vision was correct. How cool is that? 
Of course, I had about a 50-50 chance of being right, but I never doubted that I was because I have learned to trust myself. And if you practice these tips, you'll learn to trust yourself more too. Thank you for listening. If you are interested in sharing your paranormal stories with us or if you have an idea for an episode topic, please reach out through the contact form at peeppodcast.com. That's P-E-E-P podcast.com. Remember that stands for people experiencing everyday paranormal. While you're there, sign up for my newsletter to keep up with the podcast and all my creative and energetic endeavors. I'll only email it once a month. You'll receive briefs on recent episodes, information on upcoming appearances, news, and some additional fun stuff like drawings for autographed books or logoed goodies. If you enjoy the podcast, please give it some rating love on your favorite podcast app. Share it with friends and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Ratings and reviews help the podcast be found by others. A huge thank you to everyone who has given the show some love. I truly appreciate it. No matter how you support the show, listening, telling others about it, financial support through the donate button on the website, or any other way, I absolutely appreciate your being here. Thanks again for listening. Stay safe and be well. Wow.